Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. having some I was calling you and you were calling me and it was so this is a bit weird isn't it Giles this is quite weird um I think it's very clear early on that we make it clear to our listeners that I am not in the kitchen no and it's quite odd because you sort of are in the kitchen because you're on a a FaceTime call on my laptop but as it stands I am in Bavaria blowing some food off my laptop because it's my lunch break uh, and I'm filming, uh, and, but the thing is, we just got fed up with having these gaps in the podcast, because everyone says, oh, it's a podcast, you have to be every week, people expect you to be there, you can't go on holiday. Uh, so, although I have to be here in Bavaria filming a, a show about hotels for the BBC, we wanted to do a podcast. So, here I am, it's my lunch break in the middle of filming, I just filmed a scene in a bookshop, and later on I've got to walk up a mountain in snowshoes and cook a fondue for some guests while dressed in lederhosen. Uh, and I've got an hour and a half off where I'm eating a veggie burger because, of course, I am vegan until 6 p.m. Um, and we are going to try and do it. And I have, I'm going to write a column because, contrary to what you might have heard about BBC salaries, uh, I can't afford to just make TV. I have to also do the day job. So I've, I've not really got any papers here. I've seen some uh, I've seen some editions of the Times iPad edition, which is great. But I find it hard to n- navigate around a newspaper if I, can't, if I can't hold it in my hands. Yeah. And I'm worried I might have missed things. I've, you know, and I'm really hoping that, you, that my wife, Esther, who is, now, who is both you and her in regards to the audience out there, I'm hoping, Esther, that you can come up with an idea or help me to come up with an idea for a column which I will try and write in my dinner break. The the papers haven't been, they haven't been rich in subjects for you particularly. There's a lot in the papers at the moment, but possibly not anything that leapt out to me as a... It's going to be better, my darling, whatever is in the Frankfurt Allgemeine today. Yes, Uh, yes, The Zeitung für Deutschland, for example, Zöder, CDU muss schnell now in Partei vor Sitzenden bestimmen. It's an interesting story, but I can't see the humour there. Uh, (laughs) What is the story? My German just simply isn't good enough. 
Oh, it's the Zeitplan abwegig, says Kramp-Karrenbauer, muss uns kleinen Stress machen. It's just that sort of stuff. Nach der Rücktrittsentkundigung der CDU-Vorsitzenden Annegret... Anyway, I thought, anyway, that story, probably, who knows, you know, Matthew Paris might do that. So I'm, I might do the one <laughs> below, which is um, Bischofskonferenz sucht neuen Vorsitzenden. Now, a bischof is going to be a bishop, and a conference is going to be a conference. Oh, my so God, it's a, it's a conference, conference of bishops. It's, 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 a, it's a conference of bishops sucht neuen Vorsitzenden. They're they, looking for new, new whatever Vorsitzes are. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the stand first... Hats? Yeah. So, uh, so whatever that is. Think, yeah. You know what I mean? Have you got anything better than that? Um, there was one thing that struck me as absolutely classic you column fodder, but it's the kind of column that I don't want you to write. So uh, from the Times on Tuesday... Archaeologists have discovered Iron Age bone fragments. I like it, I like it. Yeah, underneath student accommodation. In. Oh my God. Yeah, oh my God. In. Man students. In the north. I haven't written down. Oh fuck, you never write it down. <laughs> I actually need you this week. You can't have that half remembered story Sorry. from the paper you've thrown away. No, no, no. I haven't Again. thrown the paper away with the paper, but unfortunately my laptop is actually resting on the stack of newspapers. So it but it's in like um what's that place that's near Newcastle? Beginning with D. Oh god! Hey, what do you mean that place is near Newcastle? D- you mean Dur- Grimsby? Durham. It's in Durham. Durham. Okay. Yeah. So archaeologists have discovered Iron Age bone fragments underneath student accommodation in Durham. A discovery done at a team at Durham University on Earth. Um, it has not been possible to determine age or sex, blah, blah, blah. When we got to... Blah, blah, blah. This adds to our knowledge of the history of Durham, showing that people were living and dying here long before the well-known medieval occupation of the city. The bones are too vulnerable to be displayed, but their discovery is explored with other finds in a 2,000 years exhibition at the University Museum of Archaeology. That's the entire story. It's not a very long story. It's quite interesting. It could go along with the the big story this week, which I had half thought about writing about, which is about universities sending back looted treasures. Did you see that? Oh, well, they're always doing that, aren't they? Yeah, so basically, um, this week there's been a story about universities have been sending back looted treasures. Yeah. Um, and there's an argument about whether they should be or not. Well, but while the big museums are not, uh, the universities, as we know, who are sort of riddled with snowflakes and very worried about the kind of cultural appropriation thing, are sending stuff. There's the famous Benin bronze at that college. Uh, you know, there's the whole debate about the Elgin marbles. Is there any reason why modern Athens should have more claims to it than modern London? And the university is sending things back. And it's a, I suppose there's a thing about at la- a last that Durham University can display some bones that actually belong to... Yes, exactly. They finally got some stuff of their own. Yes, here we go. So, so the Times, Monday, um, page seven, um, University Museum are accepting most repatriation requests from overseas for relics taken in contentious circumstances. I mean, when are they not taken in contentious circumstances? I mean, I suppose it's a gift, but then... No. But it's just, it's just like, supposing we send it all back, what will we have to put in our college museums? Basically, little bits of old bone from underneath student dicks. Well, I remember in the Jorvik uh, Viking Museum in, uh, in York, which I went to when I was about 11 years old and made a huge impression on me, they had an entire wall of poo, of like fossilised, sort of ossified poo. And this told us all sorts of interesting things about uh, the Vikings and the indigenous people of York at the time, which was they ate mostly vegetables. Um, 
Anyway, maybe that's what will be left in our university museums is old bits of poo and bits of skull. So when all the former colonies have taken all back the stuff that we looted from them, yeah. we'll have nothing to put on the walls but shit. <laughs> well, if we look, so there's a possibility I could do like, why well, I student digs in the, in, the, yeah. in the Roman period. Like Geordie student digs in the, in the Roman period. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I won't do that. But also I was thinking if we were doing, if I were doing the things that we have to send back to the colonies and abroad because we looted them, but we quite like to keep them, we've got to send them back. What about the things we would like to send back that right. we've got? And one has to be very careful because it mustn't be about immigration or repatriation of things or like send them all home. Yeah. But I was thinking like, for example, we have a lot of, there's a lot of kind of didgeridoos and um, Australian Aboriginal bones, which they want back. And I was thinking, if the Australians are going to take back that stuff, would they also take back those sentences that go up at the end? Oh, yes. And can they there? also have back, can they also have back all of those stupid number plates that say Australia on them that everybody buys in Australia and then brings back to the UK? Those can, those can all go back. Then no, that's a very good idea. And, but, there's, but there's a limit to the number of countries who you can say or send it back to them. You can't be xenophobic, basically, except to the Australians. That's basically the only thing. I can be a bit xenophobic. All right, go everybody on Everybody loves a bit of... The whole skill of my column is to be xenophobic but not racist. I would, so look, just to get to some jokes out here, I'm thinking if Australia want to have back the bones of their ancestors and the didgeridoos, then they've got to take back Foster's Lager. Yeah. Uh, they've got to take back barbecues. Yes. They've got to take back wife beaters. You know, they've got to take back stupid singlets. They've got to take back all those vertical drinking places. Yep. Um, those muscle-bound blokes. And they've got to take up, and those sentences that go up at the end, mm-hmm. which nobody had ever heard until they had them on Neighbours, <laughs> and now everybody talks like that, and now the whole world is coming to end, and now British people all sound really stupid, and everybody talks, and it drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. They've got to go back, and if they take those back and they promise that nobody ever talks like that anymore, then they can have back their stupid fucking bones. Okay. Is, you, is, it like just gonna be, is it just going to be Australia, though? Because if it's only Australia, that's fine. No, there's other places. Yeah, but um, how do you do them, though, darling? That's, gonna, that's just going to be... That, I mean, there really, there isn't really a way of doing that without being just massive. Let me get the story and go through who wants what back, okay? The returning of Maori skeletons to New Zealand. If they want them back, the New Zealand... they've got to take back the flat white. This and, and, bungee jumping as well. They've got to take that back. Is that for, wait, what? Is it bungee jumping originated in New Zealand, didn't it? Or is that what they mostly do? Did it or didn't it? I'm pretty sure. It did, it did. I'm really sure it did. I'm really if sure. It, if it did, it's a great joke. If not, it's so irrelevant and embarrassing. Do you think? Yes. Or are you just thinking it's because it's stupid, it's probably from New Zealand? No, I'm really sure that it originated in New Zealand. Come on, come on, come on, come on. No, Bristol. Oh. Could have guessed. Really? The first modern bungee jumps were made on the 1st of April 1979. In Bristol? Uh, the etymology is from a West Lund- West Country dialect of oh. English. So, uh, nice try, though. Thanks. Um, here we go. Who else? What are, da, da, da. Okay, so the, so the Greeks. Okay, you can be possibly a bit, ah, li, a, bit a bit mean about the Greeks. So they want the Elgin marbles back. Okay, if you want the Elgin marbles back, that's fine. You also have to take with you feta cheese. <laughs> You've got to take back feta cheese and teeny wee little salty black olives and wine <laughs> that tastes of IKEA furniture. Yes. Okay. Fine. No, they they they're not they're not very good at making wine. It's true. Um, okay, this is great. Look, this maybe this is. This is a really good column, actually. This wait, is wait, brilliant. wait, wait. Let me, let me, um, I've got to write them down. I'm sorry I'm chewing. I'm finishing my lunch. It's fine. No, no, no. Um, okay, okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, Hawaii wrote to Oxford requesting the return oh, of, yes, of funerary heirlooms from the Pitt Rivers Museum. If you want those back, you have to take with you... Surfing, because surfing <laughs> is for wankers. <laughs> and Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts, Have yes. those back. 
Have no, those no, back, no, have those back. Is, you know what this column is? This is a column that I call Just Racist Enough. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's Because, like, a Hawaiian, like, that's not a thing. I mean, like, Polynesian people that respect and stuff, but Hawaii is just a state in America. Look, I think that's a great column. I think the readers will love it. I think it could be really, 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 really mega, mega funny. And I think that you would, it would be quite easy to write as well. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, so another story that I thought was really funny was in the Times on Monday about wealthy foreigners buying their sort of little fiefdoms in England. And it just struck me as very, very funny. Um, so Savills, which are the big estate agency, said that in recent years, they've seen a significant increase in farms over 500 acres being sold to overseas buyers. Okay, And the most famous example of this is Stefan Persson, who is 72, and he is the Swedish billionaire who owns H&M, um, which is a massive clothing chain. He um, owns 19,000 acres in Wiltshire, Berkshire and Hampshire. Other people who've done this include... 19,000 acres? Other buyers include... I'm not going to pronounce this correctly. Urs Schwarzenbach, who is also... No one's heard of any of them, so I won't name any of them anyway. Fine, okay. Um, He's a Swiss financier who paid £38 million for the Hambledon estate in Buckinghamshire, which has got 44 houses, a pub, a shop and 1,600 acres. And there are other examples. Now, what struck me as funny about this is the idea that you have, like, it, 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 it's, the, it's, the hilar- it's the innate hilarity of somewhere like Poundbury, which is Prince Charles's like, toy village, or Celebration, which is the Disney toy village in America somewhere that uh, I can't remember exactly where it is. Like the H&M village. I mean, like, what would the H&M village, the Ikea village? I, I just thought there was something really, really, I, I wasn't quite sure how you could quite turn it into a column, but it struck me as just a really funny image. These kind of foreign, really wealthy kind of nutters buying these villages in England without really any sense of what they are or what's going on or um, yes yeah no well they someone says um nick mead partner at sterling private office who's a property company says the global rich are getting more and more sophisticated and want to push the boundaries from just having a big shiny flat in london they buy these things because they enjoy the english way of country life they like the idea of having their own personal fiefdom okay fine the way you would do that is i would set my up as a state agent selling villages to foreigners. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I would then present the brochure and I would probably try and sell them somewhere shit like Borton on the Water, our yeah. local village. Or okay. I might give Borton a break because I have taken the piss out of it before. You have but a there's lot, something yeah. about, you know, all the traditional things go on in this pub such as... Um, yes, pies. racist drinking, yes. underage uh, pregnancy, unwanted heroin dealing, county lines... Uh, well, you could write it in yeah. that. You could write it in that hilarious estate agent speak as well. Oh, benefits from yeah. a piss stinking bus stop with loads of those little um, canisters of helium. Yes, that's actually God. You took a long time to get to the bottom of reading that thing out, but in the end, yes. That's not a very nice thing to say to me, darling. When I've done all this work for you. Well, I just didn't know what you were talking about. You were sort well, of maybe you should concentrate harder. You never know what I'm talking style. about. You never know what I'm talking about. I, whenever I, well, you have to wait to the end of the story. You never yeah, know what I'm talking about because to... you're so impatient and stupid. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze 
relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Villagers to billionaires. Okay. Uh, thank you. That's good. Uh, I got, I, I, actually, I've got another, uh, I got another one that's vaguely state agency that I saw. Did you see that story that it, the death knell of the mega basement? Yes, I did. I did. I thought that would gladden your heart. Well, I mean, we all hate mega basements. We hate uh, them so, so much for so many reasons. The, just, just, the, just the vanity of them. Yeah. The, 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 we, we live in an area where the, the, the property prices, the price per square foot is not quite high enough for it to pay back to dig under. But the moment you get out from where we live in Kentish Town to the likes of Primrose Hill, Belsize Park, Hampstead, Hampstead Garden Suburb, there you're in places where the price per square foot means if you spend a million pounds digging out a floor under your house, it's worth more than a million pounds. And so they all bloody do it. And you can't get around, you can't drive anywhere. Rich people live in this hell that all around them, however much money they spent on their house, there's yeah. just digging it's just awful and they fight anyway and they're stopping because it's the, the rich are now fed up with the hassle of fighting their neighbors because what rich people what because what, what rich people love to do when there's a fight about their property is to call their lawyers that's what they really really like is suing each other about these things and 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 i am and i'm hugely tickled and i knew that you would be too about the fact that it's got so bad that not even the, the ultra wealthy who just love a ding dong, they love a fight, they love winning in court. I'm going to see you in court. You know, they love that so much. They're the most pugnacious breed of people on the planet. And even they're sick of all the fighting. <laughs> so it must be Well, absolutely. The, the photo that they used, obviously, of Robbie Williams. And you remember Robbie Williams... Uh, yeah, he's been in that fight with Jimmy Page uh, about because he bought that that Michael Winner house that we we went to when Winner lived there. Which is the I mean, do you remember how big that house was? It was oh, what I mean. Why would you need any more space in that house? That house was like a it was like a castle. It was the it well, was, we, when we went we went we went to watch a film in Winner's Cinema, which is easily as big as the Empire Leicester Square. No, because because but so Williams has moved in and wants wants to dig a swimming pool. 
Uh, and Jimmy Page said, oh, no, it'll make my house fall down. Yeah. And all these things that used to have these rather pucker rich people in now just have these stupid rock stars showing off about their money. Yeah. And in the end, in order to be allowed to dig his swimming pool, did you see this? Because it was fascinating. Jimmy Page's lawyers came up with a thing, but he's allowed to have his swimming pool, but it has to be dug using hand tools. Okay, right. So he's not allowed to use drills. So he's got like 10,000 Polish people there, literally like in the Shawshank Redemption, yeah. with the t- tiny weeny little chisels digging down into the bedrock of Kensington. And he's going to put this pool in. He's also had to set up a fund, like put millions of pounds into a fund to pay for Jimmy Page's reconstruction should his house fall down as a result. What, and he's and still going he's ahead, is it? What re- weirdo. Yes. What? Yeah, he's literally, there's, there's people down there digging at holes with their teeth because they're not allowed to make any noise for Jimmy Page. <laughs> but how are you going to, this is all very amusing, highly amusing to me um, and to both of us because we hate those digging people in basement stuff so much, but how are you going to turn this into a column? Well, so I'm saying if rich people are no longer going to, because they build these basements with millions of pounds to show off how rich they are, if they're not allowed to do build basements, what will they spend their money on instead? Villages in <laughs> villages in oh, Northamptonshire. Genius. Oh, God, sorry, it has to type link to villages on my column. You're quite right. That would be that the piece would go together. You start off with that, saying how insane it is, make some jokes about that, then link to new thing to do. They're buying villages instead. Brilliant. Yeah. I was going to just suggest other comedy things, like just like what would. If Robbie Williams is not allowed to show how rich he is by digging a new house under his house, what will he buy instead? <laughs> a flock of rhinos. Um, or possibly a herd of rhinos. Or they could, like, a bobsleigh run, a dairy farm, you know? It's like, what are the things he could just make? A helter-skelter. A flock um, just... of rhinos. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can you hear no, me now? Again. Oh. No. Hello? No. Hello? No, no, make your jokes, darling, and then I've got one final story. And then I, and then we've got to go, and let me tell you why, because I've got to write a piece for tomorrow. I've got to write a piece by two o'clock. Who are you writing a piece for? For T2. Yay! About what? About tablecloths. Oh, I saw that story about having a tablecloth makes soup taste saltier. No, it makes soup taste better. Dimmer lighting makes the soup taste saltier. Exactly, 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 yes. So they want, so this is, this, is, this is a double whammy for our podcast listeners if Lucy leaves yeah. us in because on Friday they will not only get the story behind your column, they will get the story behind my piece on tablecloths which is going to be in T2 tomorrow. On Thursday, so then I've already read the story and so... And I'll be like, be... oh my God, that's really weird. Esther was just sitting there writing about how she's going to write about tablecloths and now I just read that stupid piece about tablecloths in T2. Oh, it's like Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. You go back, Esther will go back and see herself writing her piece and cancel herself out. Exactly. All right, I've got a sore throat now. I've got to go. I've got to go and write my piece. Go away. Go okay. eat some sausages. Your your lunch break must be over. I have to go and put on literal lederhosen and hike up the Bavarian mountains to make a fondue for some hotel guests. Well, that's a visual. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Ditchmont. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like... And subscribe! ...wherever it is you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10pm on Talk Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.